Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, not from the Superbook Sports Studios, but from Mobile, Alabama, the site of the 74th Annual Senior Bowl. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is where you go to get in on all the action. There's not a better place for you to wager on all your favorite major sports than Superbook.com. You can go to, uh, oh my God, Tennessee lost to Florida. I just saw that final score. I hope you didn't bet on the Vols tonight. 67-54, to 54, what an embarrassing defeat by Tennessee. I hope you bet the Gators in that spot because good God did the Vols not come through. True Math Fitness, they will come through for you where it relates to your workout goals. True Math Fitness is incredibly effective and efficient. Your first workout is free at TrueMathFitness.com. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, 2023 model year Fords available right now at the dealership in stock inventory for you to test drive and love and take home yourself. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the place that you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will get you the intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. So now as we look at the uh, at the situation for the NFL and Tom Brady's retirement earlier today, Robert, it did not even occur to me to have the Tom Brady retirement video to ask you for that. What an idiotic thing for me to do. I've blown the call on that. But at this point, um, Tom Brady did retire. Honestly, it feels like six weeks ago for as long a day as this has been. It happened in the middle of Senior Bowl media breakfast where we were all literally, I mean, not literally, all of the league was in attendance. But uh, you look at the circumstance for um, for the NFL, a lot of the league is in Mobile uh, as a part of the scouting process. A lot of the league was at the media breakfast today, and Tom Brady decided to put out his retirement about 7.15 a.m. It, uh, it was like a bomb hit. I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't say, but it, it felt like, it felt like something, like an earthquake, essentially, shook the convention center in Mobile, Alabama and sent all the media types scurrying and all, really, a lot of the coaches and agents scurrying as well. So you look at the circumstance for now Tom Brady, and at this point, you have a uh, you have a situation where Tom is leaving the NFL kind of in the lurch. Here is the retirement video from Tom Brady. Uh, somewhere on a beach earlier this morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so... Uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. All right, so that's a an emotional Tom Brady, short, sweet, and to the point. Tom Brady's retiring. Do you believe him? <laughs> that's the question that we're going to ask you tonight. Uh, yes, Tom is obviously, you know, uh, 46, or he will be 46 years old. 
by the time next NFL season starts. And at this stage, um, you know, Tom Brady wasn't the problem in Tampa Bay this year, but obviously there is some physical decline with Tom. There's impossible for there not to be at his stage. So the question that I ask you is, do you think Tom Brady is actually retiring? It's Two Rivers Ford take. It's made possible by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. 2023 model year Fords available right now at the dealership. It's their 40th anniversary at Two Rivers Ford. That means that they have been delivering you award-winning customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles for 40 years. So happy birthday to Two Rivers. And it is to your benefit because Two Rivers has all manner of incredible 2023 model year Fords in stock for you right now. You can go test drive a Bronco Sport, an F-150, an Explorer Escape, or a Mustang Mach-E. You can take them home for yourself and enjoy what it is to be a Two Rivers Ford customer. They always go above and beyond to make sure you enjoy the car buying experience and that it's fast, easy, and fun. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, uh, as we look at the circumstance for Tom Brady, it's literally a year to the day that all this went down last year. It was February 1st, 2022, when the whole retirement, not really a retirement situation happened, where Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington had been doing some uh, investigative journalism on this for quite some time. It had been uh, determined by those two that the plan was for Tom Brady to retire, except Tom Brady really didn't uh, retire. Um, he was to, he was in the middle of planning. He was in the middle of planning basically a coup for him and Sean Payton to go to the Miami Dolphins. So much so, one of the most under-discussed NFL stories of the season, of the year, of the of the history of the sport, where Tom Brady was going to orchestrate somehow to become part owner of the Dolphins and then later on in his career become quarterback for them and also get Sean Payton to Miami as well. He is a he is a an, a fascinating case study, um, and there's only going to be one Tom Brady until the end of time, it would seem. Tom versus time is exactly what it was, and and it you know time wins overall. It is fascinating though to see Tom kind of in this state because he's saying I'm retiring for good. It doesn't get more definitive than that. But I talked to Mike Giardi of the NFL Network today on the radio show, and whereas a year ago today Mike said no, he's not done. He's not done. Simply put, he's not done. And then obviously he came back to play for the Buccaneers last season because the Miami thing didn't work out. Uh, Steven Ross got fined, the Dolphins owner. He was suspended. I think it was like a $10 million fine. They lost their first round draft pick. It was a whole situation. Robert, pull yourself together. I look at a uh, circumstance for Tom Brady and think for, uh, for the Tennessee Titans and for the NFL, Tom Brady means so much in the long term uh, of what it is. I mean, he's been the quarter. He's been a quarterback my, almost my entire life. 23 years in the NFL for Tom Brady. I'm 29 years old. I basically, as long as I have been publicly or privately conscious, Tom Brady has been an NFL quarterback and it is insane to consider. Uncle Joe says, I think this must be it. He's come to his senses, but that's the thing. Like what is there to come to his senses about? He can still play. And honestly, I'm shocked that after all the things that he went through, because he was committed to football, his marriage breaking down, um, his family life. Listen, I, I don't, I can't possibly pretend to know all of the things about what goes on in the Brady household, Brady Bunchen household that is no more. 
But I think that you have to look at the circumstances and say, well, Tom, Tom can still play football. And yeah, he's got a $37.5 million Fox deal waiting on him. So, um, you know, he can go as he likes, but he doesn't need the money. Karen O'Keefe says, I think he is finally retired and we'll see him in the broadcasting booth. I just, I have a hard time. I, I won't believe it until a full season goes by without Tom Brady reemerging. Because I think it's entirely possible that injuries happen next season and Tom Brady is, you know, the first to be called. Hell, the Cowboys were talking to T.O. this year. T.O.'s 40 at playing wide receiver um, and doing Nugenics commercials, no free ads. I think that the circumstance for uh, I think that the circumstance for Brady is entirely possible where you have a, a Trey Lance break a foot in week two, or you have Ryan Tannehill go down in week uh what 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 did when did Ryan Tannehill officially get put on IR? After the Chargers game, so like week 15, maybe week 14. All these different things, all these different things, um open the door for a potential Tom Brady return at any point because he's an unrestricted free agent. They can literally bust or screen him and pull him off the couch or out of the broadcast booth. Now, Fox, I'm sure once he commits to doing a season, if you're paying $37.5 million a year for Tom Brady, I don't know that he can just walk out of that. I would have to assume that there's some protections on, on behalf of the network to make sure that that thing can stay locked in at least for one year. But Tom Brady can still play football. And until such time as a full season passes without Tom being on the field of play, I'm not going to believe that he's retired yet. A to Z Sports Prime Time is made possible by our friends at TrueMath Fitness. TrueMath Fitness, a new way to work out, a better way to work out, a great way for you to achieve your fitness goals. TrueMath Fitness has helped me in my process to get into better shape and also drop some weight. They have helped me maintain my weight with their great group workouts that I so much enjoy. They are boot camp style classes. No workout is ever recycled or repeated. The coaches are incredibly friendly, helpful, and make sure that they are there for you if you need them at any point to ensure that you are comfortable with what you're being asked to do. If that's not your bag, they have personal training. If that's still too much hands-on work, they've got the open gym. Any level of membership and any pricing options available to you at TrueMavFitness.com to meet your budget and your needs. Get your first workout free at TrueMavFitness.com as a Middle Tennessee resident. So, yes, uh, so Tom Brady, do we think he's retired at this point? Um, let's see. Uh, Andre says, y'all are thinking short-sighted. I'm not sure who he's referring to. Uh, I don't think it's fair to assume that the divorce was the result of him continuing his career. No, and and forgive me if that's if that's the, uh, the assumption that was made, but, it, I mean, it has been well-documented that, that Giselle was unhappy with Tom Brady continuing to play football at this stage. So it is... It, while it is not fair to assume that the divorce was the result of him continuing his career, I'm not saying that at all. But there is no question that is uh, there is no question that it is contributed to the circumstance that he now finds himself in. Whether it's the primary or ancillary cause of that, nobody could answer that but Tom Brady, Giselle, and uh, the lawyers at this point. But I think that uh, I think that it's absolutely something to be considered because um, Giselle was talking about this when he was still with the Patriots that she preferred for him to be home more. He missed the full uh, Titans-Bucks joint training camp practices in Nashville because Giselle demanded that he take a family vacation. Um, and Tom, you know, in an effort to continue to have his family dynamic uh, move move forward in a way that was productive and healthy, left training camp in ways that Tom Brady does not do. 
So it's entirely possible that if you afford Tom Brady the opportunity to play football next year, to not have to go through training camp, to not have to go through the early part of the regular season, to basically gronk this thing and make a return, I think it's totally realistic to think that Tom Brady could come back at later on. Uh, Daddy Hot Drops on YouTube. I love reading these names. Daddy Hot Drops says his family is what he meant, Buck. He's trying to get them back. Well, that, I think, is an unfair assumption. I have no idea what Tom Brady wants to do. I'm sure Tom Brady loves his family. I think the Miami thing is because his family is based in Miami at this point. Um, I think it's a big con- contributing factor. I don't think it's the sole reason. I think Tom Brady also uh, wants to be part owner in the NFL at a certain stage. I think that he is. Uh, I think that he is a fascinating. Uh, he's a fascinating individual that we know really not much about, despite having been such a big part of our lives for so long at this point. But Tom Brady. Uh, no, Robert, he does not want to spend more time kissing his son on the lips, for God's sakes. I didn't realize we even had a private chat, but apparently Robert can communicate with me and bog me down, even from the shadows. This is, we have breached the third wall. I feel violated. You can't see this, but I can. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the domino effect that this has on the rest of the NFL. Uh, It is a, uh, it's a fascinating situation to see um, I, it's a fascinating situation to see how this plays out because the Titans are one of the five teams that I do think are, is affected here. MB says, honestly, I'm tired of the same quarterback convos every night. It's Tannehill or tank for a serious quarterback in 2024. Um, well, you know, until such time as there's new information, you, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say you just got to eat it, but yeah, you kind of got to eat it. Like this is this process. MB, you've been through enough, uh, NFL off seasons. You know how this shit works. Like we talk about the same talks. We talk about the sexiest topics, not just, I'm not just talking about us, but I'm talking about sports media in general. We talk about the things that most people care about. Turns out the thing that most people care about are Tom Brady and the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFL. And if not the quarterbacks in the NFL, where the new quarterbacks are going to go and who's going to get a new quarterback. And is this team in need of a new quarterback? And how much better could this team be with X quarterback or Y quarterback or Z quarterback? It's basically bullshit until we get to the NFL draft. You know this. I am honest with you in this, and still, we do the thing to try and make sure that we have an informed, engaged, and, uh, you know, I think uh, I think largely intellectual, mostly not, but somewhat in- intellectual conversation around the information as it continues to develop, because that's just what an NFL offseason is. Um, I think as you, uh, I think as you <laughs> see, and you know why we do this? Because people like, uh, uh, I'm going to butcher this, but Skirblerd, for lack of a better term, um says draft is better than the actual season there's a whole industry that believes that there's a whole contingent of football fans that don't actually care about the football they care about where the new parts parts and pieces are going and then you know they get bored with it after a couple of months because guys get hurt and then you're out there running around with nick westbrook akina and uh the the ghost of robert woods and you know turns out that's not as sexy as talking about tom brady to the titans right reality is not a reality was not um reality is not as fun as fantasy, as evidenced by the massive multi-billion dollar industry, uh, multi-billion dollar industry that is centered around fantasy football. MB says, Buck, it was the conversation going on in the chat. You missed the actual conversation. Well, listen, I can't have my conversation. Try to engage you in my conversation. You guys carry on your own conversation and keep up with 75 different conversations. I simply can't, Uh, but I will try. So let's talk about the domino effect that's going to go on in the NFL, now that Tom Brady has retired, the question that we're going to ask you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch is simply this as you look around at the NFL. Um, 
what quarterback situations are most affected by Tom Brady's retirement question mark at this point. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the place that you go. The Intel Edge you need to succeed with your dream address without the stress. To find your dream address without the stress. That is the truth. It drives me insane that Robert Walsh is carrying on ongoing conversations in my Twitter mentions while I am doing a streaming show. You know what doesn't drive me insane? The Intel Edge that the Ashton Real Estate Group gives me when I bought my home four years ago that my property value has gone through the roof because the Ashton team did their job in scouting and making under making sure they understood and that I understood the landscape of how Nashville was going to change. It has been an impeccable investment. I cannot thank the Ashton team enough for it. So trust the team that your favorite teams trust. That's GaryAshton.com. You guys can't see this idiot giggling uh, giggling off in the shadows, but he's there, I promise you, and he's hugely distracting, but it's delightful to me. Uh, as we uh, as we look at the circumstance for Tom Brady, I was talking to Greg Cosell of NFL Films about this today. Uh, we had to do a mobile studio-type situation because, to be honest, I completely forgot that Greg and I had a podcast scheduled for 3 o'clock on Wednesday, which just happened to be right in the middle of the American team. Uh, no, the national teams. No, the American team. The American team for the Senior Bowl their uh, practices from 1.30 to 4.30 today. So Greg and I, obviously, we're talking about Tom Brady. And the domino effect that's going to be caused uh, is the next curious part of this because, obviously, Tom is the best free agent quarterback available. And now that's just been removed from the marketplace. Greg, the idea that the greatest quarterback of all time retired today and and from a football standpoint looked like Brady could still absolutely get it done even though he needs, I think, a bit more help at this stage in his career um, than we than we're associated with seeing him. But just from just from covering his career and studying his career, Greg, the way that you have as um, so many people in the NFL have done over the better part of the past two decades. Um, you know, it's it's a shame to see him go, but certainly he's given us uh, our money's worth across his entire career. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there's not a lot to add. We know he's great. Um, It's interesting. Throughout his career, in many ways, we saw kind of the evolution of the quarterback position in the NFL to where a lot of coaches who believed, because I've had these conversations, who believed that the quarterback position had to be exclusively played from the pocket. Um, They now look a little differently at the quarterback position based on certain players, you know, whether it's Mahomes, whether it's the Josh Allens, whether it's Lamar Jackson's, whoever it may be. I think there are coaches now who sort of look at the quarterback position a little differently. Whereas Tom Brady, in a sense, I'm talking physically now, mentally, he's at a really high level and the game has changed dramatically uh, from from a mental standpoint, just because of the way defenses have changed. But you could make the argument that just physically, the way he plays the position, dropping back and throwing the ball, he essentially plays the position the way Bart Starr played in the 1960s. You know, it's it's the same. It's just, as I said, there are so many other variables that have um, made the position more difficult uh, from a mental perspective, of which Brady was a master, certainly, just as Peyton Manning was. Um, but in terms of just the physical way you go about playing the game, he dropped back and he threw the ball to the right receiver at the right time with the right kind of throw, and he just did that over and over again, and he was really good at it. And nobody did it better. That's uh, a part of uh, that's a part of today's install with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. You can. 
Go check out that podcast every Wednesday uh, in your favorite podcast feed. We talked a lot about, we, we recapped the championship games. Obviously, next week we'll preview the Super Bowl, but to talk a little bit about the draft prospects that are down here at Mobile and obviously the Tom Brady news and all the new coaching searches that, uh, that, um, all the new, co- rather, coaching spots, coaches who have landed in new spots, easy for me to say, that have taken place at the Senior Bowl. Somebody asked me uh, earlier, uh, B. Francis, Buck, how did you forget about Greg and the install? <sighs> All right, listen to me, okay? Nobody cares to hear me bitch about my job because I've told you a million times I've got the best job in the world. Truly, I do. But if you would like to hear how I forgot about one of my weekly responsibilities, I will tell you. I woke up at 5 a.m. I went to the, uh, what is it? The It's like ca- called the Battery Mobile Convention Center, which is where all this shit is going down. The media uh, the media breakfast started at 7 a.m. with 100, well, uh, 60 of the 120 plus prospects, 60, a, a little north of 60, probably between 60 and 70 players in a room who I have to now take my roster my names and faces, and run around interviewing the entire time from 7 to 7.45. That was the American team. Then we got a break for about 15 minutes before the national team in came in, and I did from 8 to 8.45 with those players. In the middle of all that, Tom, I almost said a bad word, Tom Brady retired, okay? Tom Brady retired in the middle of all of that. While I'm scrambling, trying to figure out, one, what I'm going to talk about on the radio show for three hours today, if I'm going to be able to get any of these prospects to tape an interview with me, I did. Hendon Hooker, by the way, he was really, really good. Go check it out. Also in the radio show's podcast feed. Uh, and so Tom Brady retires. I'm scrambling around. I'm texting people who can talk intelligently about Tom Brady. Thank God for Mike Giardi, the NFL Network. He came through. I'm doing all of this while I'm sticking microphones in the faces of giant offensive linemen whose names I kind of know, but not really, because they only have their last names on the back. And turns out a lot of them, a lot of them are the same height, size, length. I can't do the measurements in real time. I don't know. This is the first time that I'm seeing a lot of these people in the face without their helmets or, more importantly, their numbers on. So then I go from there to do a three-hour radio show. I go from the three-hour radio show with Kirby harassing me and smelling, uh, sm- making me smell like cigarettes the entire time to the American team's practice today from 1 to 4.30. At some point, somebody said, oh, I have to do a podcast interview Uh later on this afternoon and i said oh shit i have to host a podcast with one of the most uh one of the most uh uh, one of the brightest minds in the nfl greg cosell who i sent a zoom link to on sunday so that i wouldn't forget to send the zoom link for the interview earlier this week because i knew it was going to be traveling in mobile none of you care about these things but if you are asking me how it is that something could slip my mind at any given point while i'm in the middle of these practices taping an interview with Greg Cosell, knowing that I have to write and do the primetime show later, that's how I forget how these things happen. And that is this evening's rant. So, sorry about that. <laughs> Titan the Tiger says, Buck, your thoughts on the quarterback situation? I haven't had a damn time to think about the quarterback situation, but that's the question that I've asked you. So, how many different, uh, how many different quarterback situations uh have uh will be impacted by this so i got five here okay obviously the bucks first and foremost because the only quarterback that they have on the roster is kyle damn trask good luck then you have the niners who uh have brock purdy who is likely going to miss 
the vast majority, if not all, of next year's season with Tommy John surgery. Basically, he detached whatever ligaments are in his elbow from his elbow and still came in to play a football game. The Niners were interested in Tom Brady. Trey Lance uh, is probably going to be the, the Lone Ranger next year until they figure out a backup because Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be back on that roster next year. So that's two. The Raiders don't have a quarterback situation, and we're interested in Tom Brady. Josh McDaniels is going to be featured heavily there. The Titans, because the Titans don't have a concrete quarterback situation as of yet. They may well figure out in their evaluation process that Ryan Tannehill is the thing to do moving forward, or they may find, even on a bad ankle, that Ryan Tannehill now has a trade market because I've just listed you three other teams who are in need of quarterbacks, and Tom Brady has just removed himself from the conversation. Five is the Ravens, and here is why. Because they are reportedly going to tag Lamar, but they haven't done it yet. Jay Glazer, the most, I think Jay Glazer is the most credible NFL insider that we have. Truly, I do. Jay Glazer has already said publicly that he believes Lamar Jackson is going to be franchise tagged and then traded as a result. He does not believe that Lamar is going to be a Raven in 2023. So with all that being said, now that opens up the bidding for how much more teams are going to be willing to give up should the Ravens privately make Lamar Jackson available. They can do this all under the cover of night because Lamar doesn't have an agent to leak things on his behalf. So all of this is about to be a cluster bleep. And those five franchises, probably more, but those fran five franchises are a start. Those are the domino effect that now will happen around the league and will probably spread and will spread to other branches of this thing because it's an outright mess right now. Um, and Tom Brady, as the best av available free agent quarterback, he gets to, uh, you know, he still gets to dictate things, even as he's technically not in the league anymore. Stuart Robinson says, please stop talking about Brady. You know what? Damn that, Stuart. I'm not going to. I simply will not. And here's why. I, uh, all this, all this shit happened this morning and I was, you know, my head was spinning a little bit and was trying to figure out how to process it. And immediately the conversation became about, well, is he actually retired? Do I, do I commemorate Tom Brady now or do I wait until he Brett Favre's this thing without the, you know, without the, uh sexually suggestive uh, male genitalia picks or the, uh, you know, the stealing money from the state of Mississippi to build a, a volleyball facility. Is he going to Brett Favre this thing in return or retire, return, retire, return basically five different times the way that Favre did in the early 2000s. And so it never occurred to me to say thank you to Tom Brady. I, I feel like I, you know, if this is the last time that we do talk about Tom Brady for any reason other than television, I am so incredibly grateful to have watched Tom Brady. I'm so incredibly grateful to have covered the NFL with Tom Brady in it. I'm grateful to have covered Brady for all the different interactions and joint training camp practices and games that the Tennessee Titans have played against Tom Brady in his career. Meaningful games, playoff games, games with massive implications. The game that literally ended Tom Brady's Patriots career. I was there at, I was covering it. It was a monumental moment in the timeline of one of the most consequential, if not the most consequential player to ever exist in the NFL. So, <clears throat> well, I think he's a bit of an attention whore. And while I, uh, you know, don't think that's his real hair or his real uh, forehead at this stage of the game, I Tom Brady has been my favorite player in football for my entire life. And I have so much respect for that dude, for the commitment, for the venom that he plays with, the fact that he just in vicious fashion, would rip out your heart, your throat, all of it, all at once, stomp on it, and then scream at his offensive lineman because they didn't block well enough for him as he did so. 
Tom Brady is my favorite player in the NFL by a mile, and I'm so grateful to have seen, uh, to have seen, to have covered, to have been around him, to have seen his interactions with Mike Vrabel where they're shit-talking each other. It's been a really, really cool experience for me to get, at least as a professional, the last, what, 2015 is when I start, when I got out of college and came down here, or not here, but came down to Nashville and started working in sports. So at least the better, uh, a chunk of the last half of his career. By the way, the first half of his career and the second half of his career are two whole Hall of Fame careers separately. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, Bucks take Tanny says Sweaty Fish. What a weird name that is. What a weirder picture that is. But yeah, it's interesting to see. Uh, Skirbler thinks the Raiders, Niners, Titans, Bucks, maybe even the Jets. The Jets is a big one at this point. Alex M says, Buck, thoughts on the NFL being scripted? I would say that uh, Arian Foster is probably drinking the same ayahuasca tea that Aaron Rodgers is. Uh, I have no comment on that whatsoever. I've seen too much weird shit happen in football to think any of this stuff is scripted. Uh, Brady has a six head, says Stephen King. No, that's probably your favorite quarterback, Peyton Manning. Um, says, uh, you tell him, Buck, TB12 is the GOAT, and his retirement is the number one news story today. I mean, he, he made me a fan of football. He made me a fan of football. Tom Brady absolutely made me a fan of football. I love that dude. Um, and I uh, I hope he, uh, I hope he, you know, I personally, I hope he's not done at this stage. I really don't. Or I really do. Uh, okay, let's move on. And let's talk about the turf, our one Titans topic this evening. Titans are switching Nissan Stadium from, uh, from Bermuda grass sod to artificial turf with monofilaments. Um, which apparently is a more organic version of just the you know the ground up tires that they put on your favorite playground or your high school football turf field. I think that uh, I think that at this point uh, a lot of a lot of stuff has been made about this. So I'm going to ask you the question: fair or foul? As simply as that. The Titans switching Nissan Stadium from grass to turf. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You'll hear Jimmy Wyatt of the Tennessee Titans official website talk about this as well. Fair or foul, the Titans switching Nissan Stadium from grass to turf. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is where you go to wager on all the NFL action. There's only one game left. That doesn't mean you can't wager on uh, sports. You have uh, Tennessee uh, basketball who just choked against Florida tonight. You have the Grizzlies. You have the Preds, your favorite local teams and your favorite national teams, any major sport you want to wager on, Superbook Sports is your place to go. So download the Superbook Sports app. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, fair or foul? Titans switching Nissan Stadium for like two seasons to go to turf. Uh, Foul, the team's not ready for turf, says Stephen Crozio. Well, that's not a good reason for them to not switch it to turf. They have an indoor practice facility they've been working on for years, and it's all turf. Even though the turf now, this season, was different than the turf the past couple of seasons. They upgraded. uh, B-Birds18 says, uh, foul, we're already injury prone, and why are we trying to make it less and less appealing to be a Titan? Um, Well, listen, I mean, at at some point, I fully expect at some point, I fully expect every NFL stadium to go to turf. Like, I just do. It's more cost-effective. Um, they don't actually care about the players' health and safety. If they did, they wouldn't be playing football. 
So I look at the I look at the circumstances for, you know, the the upkeep. They it is true that it is very very difficult to upkeep that grass in Nashville's climate, given the fact that they basically have to strip that thing down four times a year, regrow the grass. The stadium is not equipped to have the heating system under it necessary to grow the grass in an efficient fashion. Hot Doobie says, uh, fair, it's new turf. Only like four other fields have this new stuff. It's the monofilament turf um, that is apparently supposed to be better for them. Now, it's not necessarily just about the players. It's about the fact that Nissan Stadium is about to host the most and biggest slate of events, including things like Taylor Swift and Drake in the upcoming season. They don't have to want to, they don't want to have to deal with all this shit dealing with the grass on a regular basis. It's more cost effective for them to do this. Follow the money. That's how these things go. It is more, it they don't they don't care how much it, how much time a left tackle, for example, has to miss if they blow out their ACL in a turf field. What they care about is making sure that that field is ready for a Titans game, a TSU home game. I mean, not that long ago, Nashville SC games, the Taylor Swift concert, CMA Fest. You know, the monster truck rally that they run on that shit. All these different things that this uh, goes. And by the way, that grass, by the time we get to basically like start of December, end of November, it's a shit show anyway. You're basically on ice skates out there. So it's not like it's that much better. They're getting injured one way or the other. It's football. Dudes get hurt. Now you have particularly bad injury luck. I would say address your strength and conditioning, your recovery, your all these different things um, that have a more decided impact on preventative measures and by the way something that the titans organization itself needs to invest in a larger uh basically just dumping more resources in to the recovery uh situation for the team because from what, what i understand the titans uh do not have a lot of the things that say let's just take one of the super bowl teams the philadelphia eagles are at the forefront of this they've been so since chip kelly People pointed and laughed at Chip Kelly and his recovery shakes and his GPS timing. And now everybody in the league who cares truly about keeping these dudes on the field employs similar circumstances as the science has advanced. So we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to get any more injured than not. I think a lot of it's bad luck. I think a lot of it is, as I mentioned, they need to invest more in what it is that they're doing. And at some point, they're going to do this shit anyway when they build the new stadium. So tough. I know that's not a, a pleasant example or a, a, a pleasant kind of thing to deal with. But, you know, at this point, it's what they're doing. It's already been decided. Jim Wyatt was on 3HL talking about this earlier this week. And I know, Don, you asked me about, um, you know, just about the research that went into this decision. And I think, as you guys know, dating back to the early years of the stadium, you know, in November, December, you know, especially January, you saw all kinds of trouble with turf and having to reside and a lot of players slipping and really bad parts of it. I think that started putting into, you know, some people's minds in the last couple of years that there's got to be a solution to this. And, you know, the Titans put in some turf, uh, you know, this, it's, a, it's a special turf that they put into the bubble last year. Mm -hmm. It's not the rubber turf. It's really more of, I think, a coconut uh, that's in there. Uh, but that has gotten good reviews from the players. And, uh, and you're right, Don. I mean, some of the research that went into it as far as lower body injuries, at Nissan Stadium compared to, you know, not only other grass fields, but other turf fields across the league 
showed you how high the number was at Nissan Stadium. And, you know, there, I've, I've seen a lot of research, and I, I know the players who have suffered torn ACLs and had other injuries at that stadium. I think I know that all of that went into the decision to switch. So that's Jimmy Wyatt uh, explaining from the team's perspective why it is that they are moving forward this way. Like I said, follow the money. They're about to have a ton of events there. It's more cost-effective to do so if they can justify it by saying, ah, but we got the better turf, better turf than these other teams. Only four other teams have this turf. And by the way, they're footing the bill for it. They can do as they like. It's their football team. So that's going to do it for us tonight. One more show from Mobile tomorrow. We, I promise we're going to talk about these Senior Bowl draft prospects. There's just been a lot of stuff going on. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I am going to head out and see what information I can find um, and also probably drink some, but it's going to be both a fact-finding mission and uh, you know whatever else uh, comes about. Have a great rest of your evening. As I said, radio show is going to be fun tomorrow. Chris Doring of the SEC Network will be our guest. He's down here in Mobile doing a Sirius XM show, and he's been at practice every day as well. Uh, until then... Either I talk to you on the radio show tomorrow, 10, or tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal the show.